0: Welcome to Rawson Connection, a podcast about all things Lehigh Engineering, coming to you from the PC Rawson College of Engineering and Applied Science at Lehigh University. It's a show for students, alumni, faculty and staff, current, former, and future, and for anyone interested in the many creative ways that engineers are solving the world's problems. It's also a show about what it's like to teach and to learn as members of our campus community. And right now, it's a unique and unusual time to be doing both. We wanted to begin by sharing the experiences of students and faculty as they adapt to the realities of teaching and learning remotely during the coronavirus pandemic. This episode features first-year engineering student Alexander Spivey, Alexander is emancipated from his parents, meaning he is legally independent and therefore solely responsible for himself. And as you'll hear, that's meant living in four different houses since leaving campus before landing in the house that he lives in now with three of his friends. Two quick notes. Alexander mentioned studying at FML. That's Fairchild Martindale Library for those of you who might not know. And the sound that you're hearing now, and that you'll hear through much of this episode, is the sound of our campus. It was recorded on a Monday morning in April.
1: I am Alexander Spivey. I am a computer science and business major, and I am a freshman this semester. The first time I heard the news about Lehigh being shut down, I was actually a couple hours away from Lehigh at this little small cottage place. It was honestly like a panicked moment for me, I didn't really know how to respond. And I basically started packing up immediately and telling my friends I needed to get back and take care of the situation as soon as possible. The reason I say it's such a panic situation for me at least is I kind of rely on the Lehigh housing extremely with uh, me being emancipated. So when I heard that the school was going to get shut down and I needed to figure out a way to get all the way back to Oklahoma where I have people who will actually house me during the break was something to worry about and I didn't know if I had the funds or even the chance of doing it. So I started contacting friends I had in each state. And ended up doing this weird pickup train where one friend would drop me off at a location after they traveled, you know, the mountain distance they wanted to or could, and another friend would come get me and just keep driving me all the way back to Oklahoma. Jeez, I think it took about five days. I was actually really lucky. A lot of my friends were actually being super lenient and helping me a lot. I totally expected this to be something that I was gonna have to take for, you know, at least a week or two. Well, uh, the toughest part I wouldn't say was the actual move, it was just the financial aspect of the move, how I needed to get everything packed up, and obviously I had to start paying for my own food, because I can't use my meal swipe or my food allowance anymore, and just having to pay for people's gas and stuff. I got uh, pretty close to not being able to make the trip, but I was lucky, I, w- I knew I had some cash saved up for something like this, and it it got me through it. So. I think it was just the financial part and the overwhelming stress of having to figure out what I was doing and how I needed to take care of the situation as who it wasn't possible before, you know, I thought the borders were honestly going to get shut down from state to state. For me, my workspace is basically the same thing as my bedroom. It's it's really nice, but at the same time, it's very distracting. I find it hard to be able to sit down and concentrate in my own bedroom. I really looked forward to using, like, FML and Linderman to study because it was such, like, a distinct, quiet mood. And that helped change my mindset as soon as I stepped in so I could actually focus on my work. But now it's kind of, you kind of do it whenever you want kind of situation. So I actually do this 20-minute uh, work sesh and then 5-minute break. And I try to do that as much as I can. So I work for 20 minutes and take a 5-minute break. After doing that break, about four or five times, I'll take a, like, a good 15-minute break or like 30 minutes to go eat or do something else or walk around to clear my mind. But I'm trying my best to keep myself uh, physically active while still finishing all my classwork. One of the biggest issues I've been dealing with is um, Sometimes I'll get a little stumped on my language and like a specific wording to a question would throw me off entirely and I don't really know how to deal with it. So I'll try to contact the professors or friends, but you know, sometimes that take a couple hours uh, for them to actually end up responding. So uh, you're just kind of sitting around waiting for a response. Uh, Originally, I was um, from uh, Wuhan, Hubei, uh, the, I guess, epicenter of the outbreak. But like, you know, in back in two thousand nine. So I promise you I'm fine. Yes, so I do have grandparents and a aunt, uncle and a cousin who were in the area, but they the aunt, cousin, and uncle already moved out. It's just my grandparents, uh they are on basically lockdown and they have a nanny who kinda goes from place to place to pick them stuff up if they need it. Um I know they're doing all right. With the help of my aunt, they set up their phone so we can, like, Weibo, which is kind of like the Chinese Facebook. Uh, and I'll text them occasionally once in a while because there aren't really ones to really respond or sit down and take the time to type out a long message. But it gives me a giant ease of mind knowing that they're all right and if they do need anything, I'm willing to send whatever I have over to them. My routine now, because of the move, is waking up around 9.30 to 10. And I'd go immediately to do my work. I'll work for about three, four hours. I would take a break and grab my brunch around 1 p.m. and go back to work. After I get all my homework done, when I feel good enough, I'll review my notes and then go... Uh, clock in some work-study hours so that I can, you know, get paid, and afterwards I'll get dinner around 7 and talk to the people around the house, maybe walk around once or twice. I try to work out in my room for at least 30 minutes to 45, and recently I've been watching a lot of Ozarks, so I end up watching three or four episodes and lay in bed around one or two and fall asleep around three or four. Well, occasionally, uh, in one of the first houses I lived in, as soon as it came at 8 or 9 o'clock, you could hear John Denver being blasted around the house. I know the TV was on pretty often, so that was also kind of distracting, but uh, at this new location, it's actually pretty quiet. You know, people will come and go occasionally, and I'll hear them, but for the most part, it's it's gotten a lot better, but there's still, like, construction noises and, like, lawnmowers and such, so, Yeah. So, I actually end up calling a lot of people on Skype and, oh yeah, sometimes I'll drive out to one of my friends' house and instead of going in, I'll just stand outside and I'll just yell at them until they come out and then we can just stand like 10 feet apart and talk. It's definitely funny, um, It's it sucks that I can't step inside and talk to them and talk to their parents and say hi and, you know, pet their dogs and stuff. but. You know, I'm just glad to see them, glad to know they're doing alright, and if they do need anything, obviously I can chuck, you know, some toilet paper at them. I think what stands out the most with the change was the fact that I think older people are figuring out how to deal with technology more. I know that there are adults out there who have never used, like, what is it, Walmart online shopping or pickup. And now that they're in this situation, I know 80-year-olds, 90-year-olds who are sitting down and figuring it out, which is insanely impressive. So there's definitely positives to this, and that's what I'm trying to focus on. I know this is more specifically towards high schoolers, but I know your prom or homecoming or whatever kind of dance events or graduation, something that you're forward to, is either getting postponed or you know being moved online uh, it doesn't I know it sucks but just remember it's still a huge moment for you and for your family so be proud of it no matter what situation they choose from a virtual graduation or maybe even a postponed one be proud of what you've done and you know continue the good work that being said since everything's transitioning to online for students you have to find the motivation you have to remember what you are working towards and you know don't procrastinate, don't don't fall behind. It can pile up way faster than usual and you know, live day to day. You'll see eventually everything will work itself out.
0: That's it for our first episode. I'd like to thank Alexander for sharing his experiences. We'll be featuring more of these stories from students and faculty and how they're coping during COVID-19. So please subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Rawson Connection is hosted and produced by me, Christine Fennessy. And if you have any suggestions or feedback, we would love to hear it. You can reach us on Twitter at Rawson And for more information about academic programs at the P.C. Rawson College of Engineering and Applied Science, head to engineering.lehigh.edu. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you next week.